much I'ma make on this Monday I would never know if I'm sleep waking up late You got two choices on this one way You gon' ball a hoop, either way you still gon' shoot, nigga How much I'ma make on this Sunday I would Welcome to right. I Don't Care What You Think podcast Welcome back, family We got a special guest in the building you know, new era. Era. I knew that was coming. Of course. I had to uh, add my trademark, man. Fuck, I'm supposed to say, yo, yo, it's your boy, new era, man. You're supposed to be like, yo, it's me, the hip-hop rapping cat. You know, spit these bars. I, know. <laughs> I do some stuff. I do some stuff. Do a little rap. You still doing that rapity rap stuff? All right, so if y'all don't... <laughs> yeah, so if y'all don't know... uh. The theme song to the podcast is actually performed by New Era. It's called Seven Days, right? Seven Days off his uh it's his new single dropping August 26th. August 26th. Um so what made you like make that song? Yo, what made me make that song is I get up, I don't know if anybody know this, but they don't know this. I get up at 5 a.m. every single morning. Every morning, I'm up at 5 a.m. So I like to consider myself New Era, a.k.a. Era, a.k.a. Mr. 5 a.m. Baby. You feel what I'm saying? Because I check in at 5 a.m. So what made me make that song was, I'm tired of niggas waking up late. I'm tired of niggas going to get to the bag late. You got to get up early for it. But yeah. from a different standpoint, where I'm from, a lot of people either play basketball, football, or they rap. You feel what I'm saying? Or they, you know, they do what they got to do. A lot of other dreams are like, you know, household dreams mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like, it's cool to be a doctor. It's cool to be a firefighter and things like that. But everybody don't want to do that. You know what I mean? But unfortunately, everybody don't be having them choices as well. So what made me made that song was because I did that shit off of how I grew up. You was either balling or you was hooping. You was doing either or, but not too many was making it on this one way. Literally, that's what it was called, a one way. So that's probably what made me make the song. That's just how I was feeling at the time. And I just needed to give off that energy that I've been feeling. Like, that's how I've been feeling. I get up at 5 a.m., I'm full of energy. So, you know, hopefully this song could become an alarm clock for people. Uh, it worked. What, what, what's, what's, what's your theme behind, like, the project? Bundle Pack 3, my theme is, like, a package full of surprises, meaning that instead of calling it another title for an album, I like to call them bundle pack series because you get many different things. Sometimes people say an album is targeted towards one topic, but the bundle pack three is not targeted towards one topic. It's abundance, a bundle of songs. Wow. Like you, you'll get many things. You'll get uh, you'll get a love song. You'll get a shorty song. You'll probably get a song about how I'm feeling at the time. And you'll get a song representing my environment, where I'm from, 9th Street, you'll get one of those records as well, but you're going to get a bundle pack of everything that sums up New Era. So that's where it's based on. That's what the project comes about. And Seven Days will be the single, one of the singles standout that we're pushing off with before the project drop. Mark. All right. You come, right, from a weird space in rap. The reason why I said you come from a weird space in rap, because you young enough to not come from the golden era, but then you old enough to be a part of this era. It's like that. Like you, you a merger of two eras. So what made you? That's funny. Your name, New Era. Uh, what made you? <laughs> what made you? As it, yeah, it is funny. But what made you choose the style of rapping you would do? Because you from both eras. Like you can. I didn't choose it. That's okay. the funny thing about it. I ain't choose the style of rapping I was going to do. Some people that do shit, choose it. Letting, people do choose, but I didn't choose. Okay. I literally made what I felt. When people listen to music, you listen to what you want to listen to, right? But people consumption is, I feel like when a lot of artists make music, they make music trying to make what they want to hear as far as like what they're inspired by and what they listen to. The music that I was making was based off the life that I was living. So whether it was motivational or whether it was some shit that, you know, kind of get you motivated to go hang out with some ladies or something like that or pick a pack up or whatever like that. It was based off what was going on in my life. 
So it was nothing I chose. I would say it chose me. I kind of just, every track, every record, I approach different with a different flow, with a different melody. I don't use the same flow on every track. Now I have a standout trademark. I have mm -hmm. certain things that I say that you will, you know, be able to identify that it's me on the track. But for the most part, my style was not chosen. It chose me. I didn't choose, oh, I want to rap like this. Nah, that's just how I ended up started rapping. Once I started rapping, my flow just took its course because my music is based off how I'm living. If you listen to my music from 2012 or 2013, it's not going to sound like how I sound now. You want to know why it's that's not going to sound how I sound now? Because I'm not doing what I was doing in 2012. That's what my music is based off. However I'm living. So the music that you're getting now from me, whether you section it off and figure out when it came out or when it dropped, that's what I was going through. I may talk about things that's upcoming, mm -hmm. you know, if I got things coming up. But for the most part, whatever I went through with those last six months to a year, my project going to be a lot about that. Gotcha. Because it ain't, ain't just like, all right, I'm in a booth today. Yo, you know what? I'm going to talk about bitches today. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about money today. Yeah. It's just like whatever the fuck you feeling at the moment. Is Basically, the, uh, yeah. The mic. Right. That's why, like, I always say it like this. You're you going to get what you get. People always say when they hear my music and they listen to my music, they always say, damn, this shit sound different. Like, I can't really put a, a distinct sound on it to say, like, oh, this is a Jersey stamped artist. Or this is an artist that's trying to sound like he's from Atlanta. This shit just sounds like it's you. Yeah. It's New Era. Yeah. <laughs> that is a dope way to explain it. Mm -hmm. Because the way the way rap is now, or the way hip-hop is now, you either one or the other. Exactly. Nobody is actually true and organic. It's like, yo, if that's the latest wave, I'm going to attach myself to that. Because you do have artists that can just, a bunch of drapes. Yeah, I yeah, can yeah. just do whatever's popular. We're just going to keep it moving. Like Where, this is what people want to hear right And now. one thing I am, when, when I become a fan to the music, it's like, I like to be able to relate to what mm -hmm. I'm listening to. That's why I don't listen to a lot of that Uzi and shit like that. Because if I can't relate, first of all, if I can't understand it, I can't relate to it from the door. I don't care how nice you is. But... If I don't relate to it, it just don't work. So it's, it's funny that he said he make how he feel because another motherfucker, a lot of you would be like, yo, I'm making what I feel, but that's not that's not genuine music. Mm -hmm. So my next question to you is, do you be open? Like, could you like 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 could you read like an artist not being organic? Like when they be like, yo, yeah, you can feel it. Yeah, you can feel it. But well. I would say you can feel it to a certain extent because some artists do be honest but don't know how to deliver it. So mm -hmm. sometimes delivery do play a part. So I can't really dive in and say you can feel it, but you kind of get a glimpse of if that artist is being organic or not. By the image, you watch the videos, if you get into the artist, mm -hmm. you listen to the records more and more. You can't really tell if the artist ended or not just based off one record. He could be trying to do something at that moment. Just like when J. Cole uh, did the record that Nas didn't like. He was trying to make a single at the moment, but he ended up making the record after that called I Let Nas Down because Nas was one of his favorite artists and Nas heard the record and was like, whoa, what are you Man, what doing with that? Mm -hmm. So I kind of got to J. Cole. So I say that to say, you know, you, you can't really identify artists by one record. If you identify J. Cole by that one record, then you would be like, oh, if you were Nas, I don't like that record, so I don't like that kind of artist. Yeah. But that's an artist that's going to go down for decades. Yeah. So defining him off that one record would be crazy. So if you got into I would have to get into an artist before I could say if he telling a lie or not. Some people you could just look off the back and tell yeah. they lying, yeah. like a slim Jesus yeah. or something. Yeah. But for the most part, you know what I mean? If 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 he's really giving it off, some people really fake that authenticity. And you don't really mm -hmm. find out about it unless you really dig deep into him. Or, you know, if he's saying he in the streets and you know people in the streets and his name not vouching, it's many ways. But it's very hard to just tell off one record because so many people made one bad record. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I get that. So do you. So how do you pick your features? Like. I know you don't accept everything that come you. across your table. I don't accept everything that come across my table. And by the way, my booking email, thebundlepack at gmail.com if you need a feature of 16, 8, I do hooks as well. But I don't accept everything that come across the table. How I pick my features is, I know it's a business at the end of the day, but I still actually have to like the record. I know for a fact that everybody need money, and if you're doing this to make a living, there's some things you're going to have to overlook. 
in some standpoint, mm-hmm. but I can't do that. Like if you if you not my type of cu- cup of tea, you whack your shit whack mm-hmm. your shit garbage, and I'm not feeling it. Basically, I'm not I'm not jumping <laughs> on it. Like I'm not even about to sugarcoat that. This can't just be your boy. Nah, you yeah, no, no. If your shit whack, I'm not. If I'm not feeling it, it is what it is. Yeah. Like some stuff I did overlook though, and. I'm, I'm I'm not gonna lie. We all do this. You call something corny, and then you listen to it a couple times, and you're like, "What you gonna say?" Oh, it's growing on me. So certain stuff I do look back on, but if I'm really not feeling that shit, like, nah, I'm not jumping on it. So I pick my features based off if I like the artist, if I like the music or not, and I can't I can't make music like the whole. Let me go into this. Fuck that, because we on podcast. Mm-hmm. Like the whole situation with six nine. I can't make a song with somebody that's acting out like that. Let's say you know what I mean. I'm striving to mm-hmm. be one of the top tier artists in the game, not mm-hmm. just in my city. So, <clears throat> excuse me. If I get to the point where I'm doing features with Fad, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I'm doing features with Jay-Z. I, I could touch bases with these, these cats on a regular basis. And 6 9 or someone that's representing what he represents, the aura, is out like that and hot. I'm not going to go get a record with him just because he hot. Mm-hmm. I got you. You understand what I'm saying? Like, and I feel like a lot of people did that. I feel like, like a lot of people went to go get a record with him and went to go get a verse. Some people genuinely fucked with him. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, I really believe some true. people genuinely fucked with him, but then you had a lot of people. I was just getting them on records. And then once he turned on them, everybody wouldn't want to put their records out <laughs> and uh-huh. all that. So Hell to yeah. avoid all that, I feel like you just got to stay true to yourself, man. You got to stay true to yourself. You got to know what works for you, what won't work for you. And whoever you inspired by that you want to work with, work with them. But at the same time, you know, give people chances, but don't say yes to everything. Uh, don't. So after you water down yourself. After working with a few people, right? Like uh, having features and, and having various artists that you have worked with in the past or whatever. Is there any record that you recorded or whatever and shelved but regret shelving? Or is it like what a feature or like a just, just a collaboration, whatever it, whatever it is? Like have have you? I like no cap itself? with juice. I like no cap with juice. That wasn't my record. That was juice record featuring me. But the record was a real good record. I like no cap with juice. We currently got four rings out right now. That's a feature that I got with an artist from North New Jersey by the name of Young Weez. It's on iTunes, Spotify, title. You can go get it in all stores. But if I would have to say a record that I would have that I wish would have went bigger, mm-hmm. it would definitely be Juice record, no cap. I really like that record. We put a lot of energy into that record. Mark. We went to go shoot the video in um, Cleveland. We came back. You know what I mean? We, we really we took a road trip just to get the video done. So I really like that record. I would say that one is a record that, you know, mm-hmm. it was a feature that I, I wish would have been bigger. I, and, and I fuck with that record too. But <clears throat> now what, I'm, what I'm getting at is like I, something that maybe you recorded you wasn't feeling at the time, right? And then you shelved it. And now it's like, you know what? Like, I, I fuck with that record now. I never put it out. Oh, um, you mean by never put it out? It, like, yeah, to just but, keep but, it where but, it was but at. you can tell it's like you, too late to drop. Yeah, like you, you already moved past that hmm, point. That's a good point. Um, shit. If I was to say that, damn. All right, yeah. It's this record that I had. It was called My Chevy, but it wasn't a feature. I've never had a feature that I shelved that okay. I regretted. Mm-hmm. I'm never, not yet. But My Chevy, it's a record that I had. Mm-hmm. It was called My Chevy. This record was dope. So wait, I couldn't speak about it because it was a feature. Mm-hmm. So it was this guy, it was these dudes. Uh, what was their name? Yeah, I know this. Mm-hmm. I know this. It was these dudes. They was on World Star at the time. The white I, boys. Yeah, and they they was popping. They was popping mm-hmm. like they had a little situation. I really liked what they was doing, but the whole theme was like energy based off like muscle cars. Like that's how their sound was based off. Yeah. I had this record called My Chevy, and this record was the one. I'm telling you, like I even listened to this record probably like a couple months ago, but it's too old now to put out. Mm-hmm. But this record was so dope. I didn't end up putting it out. Mm-hmm. I never put it out. It's in my email right now. And everybody I let hit a record was like, damn, I could already tell. Within that t- time mm-hmm. frame, this record would have went off. It would have took off. I but, was just about to say. Yeah, yeah in, my Chevy. In it, the same vein of that, you have a record that you feel like you that came out too soon. That like niggas wasn't grasping to that sound just yet. Yeah, and that that that'd be it. That's what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, that'd be it. All right, I got that'd you. be it. I got you. It wasn't even that niggas wasn't grasping to the sound. 
It's just I didn't put the record out because I ended up I didn't end up doing the feature. I, they mm, ended up okay. doing a verse, but I didn't end up keeping it on the song. Yeah. And then when I was going to put the record out by myself, I just didn't do it. Mm. Like, I literally have no crazy reason. Like, oh, this can't get cleared or nothing. Mm. I just didn't do it. Damn, and I regret it. Yeah, yeah. I moved on. I put something else out yeah, yeah, at that time. This ain't even a question. This is actually a flip on what he just said to you. And he's like, any songs that you shelved that you wish you would have put out? Yeah. You know what's the song that you put out? That I felt like if you would have waited, it would have went bigger. What? Fuck a Gucci belt. See, Tom, I Tom's changed. You can't predict the future. Mm -hmm. But when it like two things, he got two songs. I'm, <laughs> Black History Joint too. Mm -hmm. Which one? The uh, the one you did. You had the video when you was rapping and Martin Luther King. It was cutting to different people. Oh, um, Negroes. Negroes. Mm -hmm. He got two songs. They both dropped at different times. For a year later. For both of them songs at that time to be used. Well, yeah. like the injustice shit happened and he had to re-release that song. Mm -hmm. Or with fucking Gucci Belt, then all the shit with Gucci happened. Yeah. And it was just like, yo, his timing was 12 months off. Oh, okay. okay. Like I it was 12 months off. I wouldn't say that about the Negroes record, but I would definitely say that about the fucking Gucci mm -hmm. Belt record. Now, I'm going to tell you this. I did all I can when I put that record out. Some things you just can't avoid time-wise. Yeah. The, the Gucci Belt crisis happened a year after I put the record out. Mm -hmm. When I put the record out, my cousin Jabril just got drafted by the Browns. Mm -hmm. And we went on this world tour with the record. The record was out already. I had just dropped the mixtape Bundle Pack 2. And a month after that, he got drafted. I dropped it before he got drafted. Then once he got drafted, we went to Miami. When we went to Miami, we got this record played. Before we even went to Miami, we got the record played in New York. And we got the record played in Queens. We got the record played in another uh, joint we was in in Brooklyn. And the record went off in Angels uh, with DJ Self. After that, we took the record to Miami. And we kind of just went on a tour about the record. It was that record, and Tyon and Juice had a record at the time called Down Bad. And those mm -hmm. two records, we were, like, pushing. And they all did dance videos, which was challenge videos, to the record. Yeah. And once I started posting them, I wasn't even going to turn this record to a challenge, but the record was a fun record. It was something good to listen to. It felt good, like, the whole vibe of it. Mm -hmm. And it had a message in it. That it wasn't just about designing, like everybody dressing in and jumping in, feeling like you dressed because you got a $2,000 outfit on. It wasn't just about that. That shit was based off freedom of being yourself. And that's what the record felt like. It felt fun. It felt good. So we did everything for the record. Like we were, I made t-shirts around the record. I was selling t-shirts. And if we would have put more money into it at the time, if I was, you know, more financially stable, I could have been probably got the record out there even more. But, you know what I mean? I was doing everything I could at the time for the record. Yeah. Then, as it's out, that happens. Yeah, the Gucci shit happens. The Gucci shit happens a year later. Now I'm scrambling, trying to redo a video to put it out. But it didn't feel organic. Yeah, yeah. It I felt like I was trying to chase it now. And was, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Trying to be basically be a part of the clout that's what's going on now. Now it's popular to say, I don't want to wear Gucci now. Mm -hmm. Even though that shit is over now. If y'all didn't notice, yeah, no, everybody, over, back, everybody on back on Gucci. Especially yeah, now Dapper Dan with all that shit. Yeah, everybody. So, and that's the excuse. That, that's the excuse they're using to start wearing Gucci again. Exactly, because of Dapper But, Dan. yeah. So, I'm comfortable with themselves. Mm -hmm. I don't lay down at night and regret what happened. Because I know for a fact, I got up every day and created some type of re revenue around this record. I just feel like I should have had more money to put into the record. If I was able to push the record more and get a record, I feel like a lot of records don't come out the Tri-State because of that. You know what I mean? Like, they, they get steam, they get traction, mm -hmm. they get played, they, they, they get their spins. But, you know, to keep it consistently going, you're going to need some type of financial revenue. It's like, you got to think about it. Every record that blows up, it bubbles on a small scale, bubbles on a small scale, mm -hmm. and then they get a big bag. And once exactly. they get a big bag behind it, then the record That's takes off. Push it, I yeah. didn't get a big bag behind it. Mm -hmm. That ain't nothing that, you know, you cry about. You go hard. That shit made me go harder. Mm -hmm. That's why seven days coming. That shit made me go harder. Who knows? 
Another record in the future could potentially backtrack on another record. You know how it go. Yeah. My catalog is still unheard by millions of people yeah, in the world. Yeah, definitely. That shit inspires me. Mm-hmm. Fuck a Gucci belt is on all streaming platforms. Mm-hmm. So eventually, the bigger I get, the bigger all of my records get. All your music. Yeah. yeah. So I sleep good at night because of that. That's my answer to that question. <laughs> I got you. I got you. I got you. But for you to bring up the Jersey part or whatever, this is my thing. What... What do you truly think? Do you think Jersey gets held back the way it get held back because if it's not club music, we don't have a sound? Or do you feel like we're not trying to be organic? We trying to be something else because your style is different from a, a, lot a large percentage Jersey. of New Jersey, and the largest percentage of New Jersey is either the South, the Midwest, because little niggas love Chicago. They're gonna love them forever. Mm-hmm. So it's either them, them. And, and nothing, it ain't even New York. Like, we used to be tied together as New York. Like, when you talk in New York, you automatically think New Jersey. That's exactly uh, you automatically think it. It was used to be one to the point where now these motherfuckers debunked from us. Like, nah, y'all niggas, like, so do you think that's what actually hold Jersey back? It's like the sound, like, and then if they the sound, do be the dope, sound plays a part. The sound plays a part because nobody, it's, it's let's, let's get this straight. It's a lot of Jersey artists. That don't have a push and that are pushing, you just never heard of that got good records that are good dope artists. So now that I got that out the way, I'm gonna say this: majority of the mass that actually has the push that's like right there that you would say is next to blow. You know, some of them are organic and some of them are not. And don't nobody want to help nobody. That's what people want to. The reality of it is, everybody want to post jersey stick, stick together. Everybody want to say, you know, we need to stick together, but. If you saying we need to stick together because it's convenient for you at the time mm-hmm. and you got to wreck it out, or are you saying we got to stick together because you currently have music out right now, but you're trying to get behind another artist to exactly. record You're trying to yep. encourage other artists. You got to ask people what they're doing it for at the end of the day. And I feel like people, everybody around here is doing it for self, but they're still asking the question of what people are doing it for. It's evident what people are doing. It's clear. Mm-hmm. Every time somebody gets some type of traction, people either start hating on them Start saying they stole their sound. Start saying something going on to like bring them down because they're not there with them. Or they want to work with them. Yeah, or they want to work with them and they're not. They don't want to work with them and they're gonna do something. And I feel like once we start fucking with each other more and like really not feeling like we bigger than each other, then I feel like we'll start getting out more because you got to think about it. Is New Jersey not one of the biggest states? Yeah. Imagine if we all fucked with each other. Where would we have to go? This would be like Atlanta. Yeah. Nigga this would be like Georgia. We wouldn't have to go I nowhere. Said, I said the same thing. Yeah. You do, like really think about that shit. If Jersey all fucked with Jersey, we wouldn't mm-hmm. be having this conversation right now because we would bring so much attention here and so much attraction here. I would be able to, people would be able to go do a show, any artist in Dover. And have a fucking sellout crowd. The yeah. PNC Bank Art Center, Prudential Center, local artists would have been ran through there. You got to mm-hmm. think about it like this. You get somebody like Young Thug in Atlanta. Then he breeds a little Gotti and a little Key. And that comes after them. Then he then they breed a, little, a Gunner. Or they breed another person after them. All of them are currently right now big enough to sell out the Prudential Center. Yeah. Without Young Thug being there. Mm-hmm. And that's just so you got to think about it. Atlanta fuck. Yeah, city. Atlanta fuck with Atlanta. You go to... you you. Gunner could throw a show at the Atlanta Falcon Stadium and have Lil Key open up and have Playboy Cardi open up or somebody like that. All Atlanta-based artists in Atlanta, and I guarantee you it'll sell out yeah. like Jay-Z was did. Oh, yeah. Regardless, that. I'm not comparing them on his level yeah, rap-wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying them. of the support they the show support each other. If we show, fuck yeah. with each other, PNB, PNC Bank Art Center, Prudential Center, all big venues in Jersey... An Azai Center, we will be going that met some something that met life. You know nah, what I mean? I 100%, would, 100% how, agree how Hot 97 in New York throwing fucking summer jam in New Jersey? Yeah, 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 yeah. But New Jersey can't throw so many motherfuckers from New Jersey there. There, driving up, driving up two and a half hours from Atlantic City. So many people from Jersey uniting to go to a New York event that's in New Jersey. What'd that tell you? Fuck with each other like that. And that's yeah. why. We have the big... People don't even understand. We got that shit to our advantage. We have the biggest... One of the biggest states mm-hmm. on the map. We have one of the biggest states. And don't fuck with each other. And you know what made me realize? Exactly. We fuck with each other, but we sectioned off. 
You know, maybe, these yeah, ten yeah, people yeah, fuck yeah. with these ten yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. These That's twenty exactly people fuck is. with these twenty people. Do you understand clicks. that we have the biggest state? You it's can't have clicks. all those clicks in the mm-hmm. biggest state. Everybody, if y'all want to have y'all clicks, y'all can have y'all clicks. Mm-hmm. But if we don't come together on some shit like the Warriors did, you remember Warriors? No, no, no. <laughs> every click was in that motherfucking playground, mm-hmm. and we was doing shit like that, and everybody respected every click, and it wasn't oh we got a uh, hundred thousand views because we went on World Star, so we don't want to fuck with the exactly. New Jersey rappers. Yeah. Like that's how people act. Oh, we got we got this. We did this. You know how much shit I can say I did? I was on Channel 12 News. Mm-hmm. I did Rolling Loud. I did the first four Rolling Louds before Rolling Loud even became a popular thing. I've you been did, I've did. been I've been all around the world. I've been at South by Southwest five times mm-hmm. in a row. I've traveled by myself. I've went to Miami, Florida dozens of times. I've did rents do. I've been to Orlando. I've been to Utah. I've been to Salt Lake City by myself. I've set up skate shop events, shows, all this by myself. I've been to Windy City. I've been to Chicago. So it's like Everywhere I go, what I see, you know who got the biggest rap scene that's blowing up right now when it comes to upcoming artists? Florida. What do you think Rolling Loud based out of? Florida. That shit started as one festival, Rolling Loud 1. I was there. I performed at it. It's nowhere near. Look at them now. They they got Rolling Loud Hong Kong, Rolling Mm -hmm. Loud Hawaii, Rolling Loud New York. But it started in Florida. It's Florida-based. So the bill is always full of a bunch of Florida local artists that you never heard of that they're giving a shot. Yeah. Florida even taking a dap to it and doing it now. It's yeah. so many people want to go to Florida now. So many artists coming out of Florida now. That's like young up and coming and just flying out there and get a shot at Rolling Loud. Because what I'm what I was gonna say is it's not even just like you said. It's the artists uh, and it's the clicks, but it's also the support of the fucking city and the people that's that's running these venues. If they was if if they gave people in the city or around the opportunity to perform. To, to host events and shit at they stuff. Of course, at a discounted price, because niggas around here, like you said, we need the bag to be able to provide the bag. We need the bag to be able to reel in more of the bag. And we don't have that opportunity. So, of course, niggas is just for self. Niggas is fighting or chewing at each other fucking angles and not giving each other a shot. It's all battle yeah. it out. Yeah, well, maybe, well, maybe I 100% agree with how he feel because I look at shit like this. And me and him share music a lot. Mm-hmm. But I look at it like, like I went to Virginia one time, right? They was playing Pusha T and them. Yeah, they was playing a bunch. I mean, every day of the week I was there. They was on Virginia Beach playing a bunch of shit I never heard of. Mm-hmm. I ain't going to It was corny. But <laughs> that's how Virginia get down. So... I get what he's saying because you look at these areas like I remember when me and him first heard Puya. Mm-hmm. You go to Florida though, he's big. Like he ain't no little. Like in Jersey, he just some little because you know it's about Kodak Black and all. Yeah, yeah. But he's just some little speck. He was the first person to play Puya music for me. Mm-hmm. Little speck. Yo, Florida. He's the fucking man. Like like they love his music. Or you take or you take. Yeah. I just, Oh, I fuck with Denzel Curry. I mean, we all fuck with Denzel yeah. Curry. But over here, he is spec. Mm-hmm. Over there, he's so fucking big, he get features from Rick Ross and them niggas for free. Exactly. Like, they do it for the love. Like, he just called and asked him, like, yo, get on the song for me. All right, cool. Or we go to we go to places like, let's, let's, let's use Philly. Other than New York, yo, Philly the only, like, not even use Philly. We're going to stay in New York. Yeah. When Jim Jones said the the shit that confused him about Dipset and G Unit was how they both ran New York, but these niggas was going on world tours, and Dipset was staying local. Yeah, yeah. And Dipset was bigger than they were in New York, but they couldn't get bigger than them in the world. That's the thing. Like over here for us, yo, Dipset is like one of the greatest rap groups of all time. Mm-hmm. Out in Texas. Yeah, of course. They, they just looking at Dipset like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But for us in New York, yo, they nothing bigger than Dipset. Mm-hmm. Some niggas argue was Dipset bigger than Gion, and Gion had all the fucking records up. That's that that lets you know because New York support, but in Jersey, even if we do get somebody, it's time to support for. It's a small percentage. It's like, yo, look at how much love Jersey gave Fetty Wap. And look how quick they moved on to the next hot thing. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, you know, you know, you know. Local, a, a core fan base keeps you relevant a very long time, yeah. and niggas don't understand that. Like yeah, a that's real what currency guy, yeah, a yeah. real core fan base. 
a keep you hot for the longest. A fabricated fan base, like you said, artists that, and I'm going to say this before we yeah. come back, but an artist that has a fairy tale fan base to me is not organic. Like, yo, when you was coming up and you blew up out the spot, mm-hmm. most of them, when they die, they die. But if you seen the buzz coming from somewhere, you usually can ride that. All right, I sold 10 million copies. My core fan base is 6 million people, though. So when them other four are not bumping my shit, that's like I got 6 million people bumping exactly. my shit. Yep. And that's what a lot of people don't have. But we'll be right back with more from New Era. Era, you already know what it is. It's your boy New Era, checking in with my boy Doughboy. And if I cared what you think, you wouldn't be on the podcast. All right, welcome back. Uh, we still got New Era here with us. You feel me? We got a lot of information, you know, on his Bundle Pack Three that's coming soon. You oh, know, streaming platforms. It's seven days coming. What is it? August twenty sixth. August twenty sixth to be exact, or whatever. So he gonna stay because you know what I mean he wanna chop it up more with me and A Diddy. Right. But it's a little different now. Cause now he's not speaking from the artist standpoint, he's speaking from the fan standpoint. Mm-hmm. So what you thought about Rick Ross album? I like like three songs on there. I like Vegas Residency. <laughs> <laughs> I like like shit a little different now. <laughs> I like I like Vegas Residency. I like what other joint I like on there? I like Turnpike Ike. Mm-hmm. He should have kept that stupid bitch off it, though, man. <laughs> what? I feel, like, I feel like that shit was dumb. That whole, we're going to get this millions. I'm tired no, of niggas doing that on song. Like, the song was so hard. And then that shit just kept coming in and out. Like, come on, bro. I wasn't feeling that. He stopped the flow of the song just to let you Oh, and I like the shit with him and um, Wife and Lucci. I do not like Wife and Lucci, bro. I like Oh, I can't stand <laughs> that nigga, son. <laughs> I just sit with him and wife and Lucha. I remember so. my man tried to plug me one of this nigga mixtapes and he's on the cover with like a velvet jacket on it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, this nigga doing too much. Hey, yeah, street nigga ass, classic. Yeah, yeah. Little ass head sitting on top of that. Yeah, he's just standing there. I'm like, why the fuck he look? <laughs> but yeah, nah, that's why I like three songs on there. All right, but it's like 14 tracks. Like, I right, said, so that's what I thought about it. Nigga, <laughs> so that's three songs for that motherfucker. You trying to take the political way out. That mean that shit. I like, I like three songs. I like three songs. Hey, Diddy, what you thought about that shit? Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't remember it, son. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that shit couldn't be timed any better. <laughs> yo, I'm going to tell you some funny shit, yo. And y'all niggas going to look at me funny. Mm-hmm. I really hate to say this shit, yo. You know who album I like more than his album? Dame Dollars. Dame Dollars. Damian Lillard. I didn't give Damian yo, Lillard Damian album, album. I ain't even. I ain't you even seen that little beef shit he was into with um <laughs> that little basketball beef this song, yo? Uh, hey, yo, who the fuck was yo? Who was the player name he was in? The I beef forgot, in? but I'm gonna tell you what? one thing about Damian Lillard album. The song he got with Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne versus fucking. Whack as hell. Uh, Damien Lillard wrapped circles around this nigga on that song. I'm sitting there like, bro. You know you fuck with Dame. I get that, but he he gave Rick Ross a free verse too because that shit was trash too. <laughs> Wayne just giving out free verses because them shit was well, garbage. You know, because niggas like, niggas that he fuck with. Nah, but Pete, Big Crick got a good verse. Yeah, Big Crick. Out of all the verses. Crick like Dame right. for shit. Yeah, yeah. I, so yeah, he, I know he know Crick, but nah, yeah, yeah, Crick might pay for that yeah, shit. Yeah, and then for Rick Ross to say, yeah, you know. I took Pusha T off in exchange for Lil Wayne. They both was on it. In my head, I was thinking Rick Ross did this. He spit his shit. And you know, Wayne verse was before Push. Yeah, yeah. Push verse probably was hard because Push been destroying shit. Mm-hmm. And then he heard Wayne verse and was like, nah, this wouldn't even be right. That shit ass. <laughs> <laughs> but Wayne my nigga, so I'm going to exactly. keep Wayne yep. on yep. and I'm going to just take Push off because we fucking him up. This thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't. I don't like Rick Ross' album though, but I don't like it. I hate when niggas are not. Niggas' problems is the way they hype they shit. Mm. Like Young Jeezy hyping his new album. Now Young Jeezy putting out songs that sound like old Jeezy mm-hmm. instead of sounding like the last Jeezy. Like, like this is the end. 
He's reverting back to the old sound. Oh, okay, like that, okay. that shit when I pulled up playing him and Meek Mill? Yeah, yeah, Shit sound like Thug Motivation 102. It definitely do. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it's on your new album. When Rick Ross did the whole, this is my 10th album, this is my last album. Bruh. What, Port of Miami 2? Yeah, that's supposed to be his last album. Oh, I ain't even remember. But the way people looking at it, that's it, not going to be his last album. His last album should have been his last album. <laughs> that <laughs> shit was fire. His uh, last one? Rather You Than Me? Yeah, that yeah. should have been his last album. You gonna go out with a bang that That bullshit. Rather You Than Me was a classic. Yeah! Oh my God, that Rather You Than Me was a classic. Even the trap songs was hard. That shit ain't had no meaning to them. Yeah, the Rather You Than Me was a classic. And then he put this shit out. And then, then he doing interviews talking about how this is big and this is huge and this is whack. If you gonna go out with a bang that, you could have... All the songs you did, the Meek Mill shit was all right. That while you on Wale, that song was trash. You gave that nigga a horrible send off for your last album, and that all that shit is like, it's like, yo, you, you, I can hear that you don't care no more. Like you can hear it. Like, but you know what I think he did? I think he lost the weight and think that uh, it was gonna make his 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 raps better and shit. I tell you, clean his his mind up and shit. I tell you one thing about Rose that niggas don't even notice. That nigga, the biggest finesse. Like how earlier we was talking about people who not authentic and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that nigga's the biggest non-authentic nigga to become authentic mm-hmm. in like the history of music, bruh. Well, like so. nigga was exposed on the highest levels mm-hmm. for being COs and all that. <laughs> Yo, by him being authentic to niggas he meet, they just erased all that shit. Like, nah, that's really that's a real nigga. Shit never happened. Cause all right, let me speak that's on this. Crazy, let me speak like, on this. That's crazy. No, yeah. at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I know he still had his boys, but I don't see all that stuff. I know, you know, he was talking about the pies and shit, but at the end of the day, use just cause all right, he was an officer. You was a cop. <laughs> I can't get him out of that. But you know, look, 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 more, more importantly. He a man of principle, you feel me? Mm-hmm. I gotta respect yeah, that. I gotta respect that about him, you know what I mean? Whether he was a cop or not. You know, how's a cop? My cousin how's a cop, yeah. but mm-hmm. I still respect him. I still he come around. You know, he maybe he was a cop, but at the same time, you know, that's what he was doing. He to feed his family. I'm trying to justify no, I mean, something. No, 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 be Something like like because uh, people don't understand is like you could you can look at a nigga like you a non street nigga, mm-hmm. but you rapping about a bunch of street shit. But when I meet you, I be like, yo, Aaron was solid. Nigga ain't never crossed me. Nigga ain't never let one of his niggas cross me. We ain't never been in no bullshit. Anytime a nigga tried me in his city, he stepped up for me. He hold me down. That that deplete that you ain't really doing what you rapping mm-hmm. because in real life, you you still a real nigga. You just ain't that. That that level of real nigga, you that level of real yeah. nigga, yeah. So it's like it's like that kind of respect. I like Fifty Cent who threatening to smack niggas in music and trying to smack niggas in real in life. life. It's I like know, yeah, yeah it's, it's two different type of niggas. But other than that, that's your ass. <laughs> Back to the music. That's your ass, bro. <laughs> but I got another question for you. You ever heard of Marlon Craft? Yeah. You like mm. him? Yeah, yeah. The white boy can spit. You know what killed me though? I just recently realized that he don't match his face. Nah. Like this nigga was talking yeah, one day, yeah, yeah, and the whole yeah, time yeah, I'm yeah. looking at him, I'm like, like a New York, like yeah, an old, old school New York. Yeah, I mean, but the nigga look like a like young ass white boy. Yeah, yeah, he thin as hell. You that know, white boys be adopting that style, man. Mm. I never only white yeah, boy that yeah, rap like yeah, I knew he was about to go there. Nah, I'm going there, man. Only, <laughs> I white, knew he was only white boy that rap like a white boy was Eminem. That's the only white boy that rap. Oh, and Mac Miller, and Mac Miller, But Mac Miller was a Mac Miller. No, Mel was a white boy with class, like like yeah, style. Yeah, but I'm like saying the only people that rap like white boys was them. And, y- and Yellow Wolf rapped like a trailer park white boy. Yeah, he yeah. rapped I'm like a country white boy. Yeah. No, he he rapped about. He he was proud of that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, he even he, he even said in his music that Marlon Brando was dope, but he does not rap like a white boy. Yeah, but that's what that, that's he what drew me to him. He doesn't even look like he lived a life that he he rapped. But like I but like I told Aaron, I said yo, that's what drew me to him for the simple fact that I hate Eminem clones. I, yeah, I swear to God. And that Why nigga, the fuck you gotta be an Eminem clone? Cause no, you're no, 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 no. The main thing that we brought up about that was the fact that yo, most of the white people that you hear yeah, rapping, most popular, speed rapping, right? Exactly. What the fuck is you talking? about? Like, and then niggas to be nice. 
But all you hear is speed rapping coming out their mouth. And they don't just speed rap. And Mar- that's why I said Marlon Crab is dope. Hold on. Like, I'm not going to take nothing. No, 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 no. Because I'm going to prove my point. Because they ain't just speed rapping. They speed rapping with Eminem's flow. Yeah, they ain't just they ain't just that's be rapping like Buster Rhymes and them. They put that, 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 but Mac Miller didn't do that. Nah, Mac Miller didn't do that. So that's a proven fact that you don't have to rap like that exactly. to rap like to rap exactly. like yourself. But exactly. that's why I like Marlon Crab because I feel like I feel like he dope. I would definitely say that. Dope. I'm not about to take no credit away from that. But what I'm saying is true. Is Marlon Crab is a good change of pace when it comes to fucking white rappers who have all seem to. To, to adapt that same fucking sound, speed rapping. When that's you, you get tired of that shit. Yeah, and yeah he's he not just one. dope because he on speed rap though. He dope because he actually got subjects in his rap. Yeah, like, he's not, he's not, he's not, that's what I'm saying. Like he, it's a good. He's a good change of pace. Because you could just rap slow and still be booty. Exactly. That's a, hey, uh, you know what white rapper proud. though? I stopped listening to because this nigga. I feel like this nigga make the same project all the time. Oh, Russ. Oh, yeah, yeah, I don't every, listen to Russ. Yeah, music. every time I listen to Russ, it sounds like the exact same project. Right? Only song I ever heard was the song that was uh popular by him. Only thing I see is his antics. I don't know none of his music. Yeah, I nigga, see big crowds nigga, of people nigga, singing his songs. Mouth, I see big crowds of some people singing his songs, and I see he's selling out. But I'm but not about to say a lie. Sometimes I don't listen to his music. Sometimes Russ will make you Russ will make you truly understand how he feel about the shit. No, nah, fuck him. Uh, he'll make you truly understand what. People feel some type of way about white rappers coming in here and getting wild successful. Is but don't have a buzz. Is he white? Russ is white. Yeah, I thought he was Spanish. Nah, he, I don't know that's what he the, nah. He pure I white. He was Hispanic. Nah, he Caucasian. <laughs> he pure white. But my thing is, like, 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 it make you it make you really understand when they say, "Yo, this nigga sells this because he white, and this nigga sells this because he black." And really make you appreciate that when you see niggas like Russ and G Easy. I'm a G Easy fan, mm-hmm. but when you see that shit, ain't no way in hell G Easy been on tour for three years selling out every venue in this fucking and this nigga albums ain't even going fucking platinum. Yeah, like a million people ain't even streaming no shit. Like, like you ain't even going platinum, but you selling out fucking Madison Square Garden five times a fucking year, and you from Oakland. It make you really notice that. Like, damn. Do you take a New York artist that's just as big as you? He got to put mad niggas on his fucking card to sell out the garden. You fucking just announced you going in with some cokeheads. And now y'all niggas just sold that shit out. Because you know what it is? When it comes to being black and being white, right? When it comes to a white artist, a lot of times we're surprised by the talent from a white artist. So for him to, 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 to be as quote unquote nice as he is, right? You feel like you could get a a, a a a dozen black guys that are just as nice mm-hmm. compared to a white guy who can rap like him. It's like I it it it, it especially in our society. It's like of course they're gonna gravitate more towards that. He white, he nice, and he white. Black guy is nice. You would expect that. It's not surprising to hear somebody that's black be nice and hey. fucking rap. It's it. When niggas is trash, they're trash. We, we throw them off to the wayside, right? Yeah. Niggas is nice, we pay attention. But if a white person is nice, people pay attention more just because you don't expect that nigga to be nice. You know what made me pay attention to that shit? I ain't even used to pay attention to shit like that. Mm-hmm. Until he sold out the same arena Kendrick sold out. And I was looking like, yo, you haven't accomplished. Logic? No, logic accomplished. But G-Eazy not accomplished like Kendrick. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting there like, yo, Kendrick sold that shit out. I know for a fact you ain't half accomplished as Kendrick Lamar, and you sold that shit out faster. Mm-hmm. Like Kendrick did the Barclays two days in a row. Jeezy sold that shit out the same day he announced it both times. It took Kendrick like a week, mm-hmm. but he still sold it out. But this nigga's half accomplished. Like this man is the biggest rapper in the See, world. Jeezy got all them damn big ass features. Mm-hmm. Let's really be honest. Yeah, Yo, he got nobody don't features. like. Let's be honest. He, he has a lot of fucking big features. Yeah, every time, every, every time. time you hear him, you gonna hear him with somebody else. Hey, but also, in the same, in the support each other. Uh, <laughs> also, in the same vein of what I was talking about, though, thinking about it like this. Right. Logic gonna sell out because Logic just the biggest white rapper. Think about uh, Marlon Crabb's song that you you played for me, right? Gang shit. That's gang shit. Sure. So gang shit fire, right? But then think about the fact that like how. I showed somebody else the, the song, right? Didn't tell them anything about how, what the nigga looked like. I just told them to listen to the song first. 
then once they listen to the song, like, yo, that, that shit was fire. Like, I got the message. That shit was fire. Like, yo. And he white. Oh, shit, really? Like, it, <laughs> it, it, that it, shit put the icing it, on the exactly. cake. Like, it, it, it takes it to another pedestal just because yo, he white. white. Oh, really? you expect the white nigga to be white. I mean, a white nigga to be fire at any point in time when it comes to rap, unless they prove they so. Yeah, and, and I don't want this shit to sound like I hate on G-Eazy music because I'm a fan of that shit. Mm-hmm. Because he created an image of himself mm-hmm. that was eye appealing to me. The whole Fonzie shit, leather jacket with the. It was appealing because it reminded me of like the 60s. Mm-hmm. So that's the only reason how I ended up listening to it. I'm like, who is this nigga dressed like? Monday, Sunday, happy days. Like, I wanted to know that his music sound like how he looked. Uh-huh. Then I heard that nigga uh, when his Dark Eye album. I'm like, yeah, this. This nigga nice, but then when he blew up, he became full fledged cokehead. Yeah, yeah. So none of his music sound like the shit I like before he became superstar. So I just don't bump him no more. Mm. I mean, but <laughs> yo, <why> you know why? Jeez. Hey, I don't know. I'm just it's in the, I'm in the weird spot with a lot of this shit. Like, yo, question, right? How you feel about double XL shit? Like, do you think it's do you think that shit a waste of time now? I just think it don't really matter like that no more. It was a point in time where that was an artist's career where they, they wanted to get that as an accomplishment to check it off like, I, now I'm a professional artist or mm-hmm. rapper, whatever you want to call it. But nah, I just feel like now that shit is something that, because so many artists turn it down, man. And not just- You gotta really think about it. Like if it was really that much of a staple in your career, a lot of artists wouldn't turn it down. The cover that they get, they got that cover based on who they wanted, but you got to really think about it. That wasn't the first list that they wanted. Mm-hmm. The first list True. that they wanted, they didn't actually get. Mm-hmm. That's every year. Yeah. yeah. Every year they wanted juice. Mm-hmm. Juice like juice, juice porter? Huh? No, 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 I'm fucking with you. I'm talking about. I'm fucking with you. Yeah, they eventually got. But I'm, all I'm saying is this: all of the artists that they be wanting. It takes, they either get not the year they wanted to get them mm-hmm. and get them a year later or two years later, or they don't get them at all. It, it, it went from, seriously, it went from artists. People said no, and now they on the cover now, but they, the time they said no was two years ago. I got you. And, 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 and what, they want them that bad. They still asking. They like, still, Cause I'm still confused on why it's on the cover. My, my mind, my mind stayed confused. on the shit. I'm like, telling it you, people said no to that shit already. It, it went from them... It went from niggas chasing to get on the cover to them chasing the niggas to put them on the cover. Mm-hmm. That's that's all it is. They, they don't care like about talent too much anymore. They just care about your clout, and they they chasing to get you up there. Just Yo, to, and they, they care about and they care about whoever's like in contact with them that they already interested exactly. in. They care about them interacting with them. Like, oh, he didn't reach out to us and let us know, or exactly. he didn't do this, he didn't exactly. do that. Yeah, you know, it's crazy too. Some of the people. They didn't even reach out to be some of their biggest mistakes. Like when she did the interview last year, she was like, "Yo, we ain't even call Cardi B." Yeah, and she was like, "We ain't even try to hit her up." Like she was like, "We good." Like she was like, "All she had was both that yellow. We ain't even try to hit her up." And Cardi took that some kind of way, like whether 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 all I had was one song. You know how many one song people you put on your cover before? Mm-hmm. Like it's it's just a personal problem. And I mean, a lot of niggas gonna say Nicki blocked the shit, but it's. <laughs> It's just a personal problem, but it's just like, yo, you can't stray away from artists that are popular. Like some of them, they do like literally stray away. Like, like nah, I ain't, nah, I don't want you. Why not, motherfucker? The biggest up and coming nigga coming. Like if mm-hmm. this list would have came out and you found out that she that they never called the baby, mm-hmm. you would have been confused as hell. Like, you ain't even asked this nigga did he want to do the cover? Yeah. Like, you just going to swerve past that nigga and then they'd, they'd be like, nah, we ain't going to do the, the baby and, and use one of his Atlanta niggas he keeps sending me that I don't know their rap names for. But you know what it is? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know the nigga's names. My son, Key. Oh, they go one. They go one right there. They go one right there. My son, A lot of motherfuckers, they think that they're bigger than. That's true, too. They think that they're bigger than and, and that's the reason why they ignore niggas. And, but then, once they start getting those calls, or getting those rejections, like nah, I'm good. I won't be up there. But I do. That's understand. when they start chasing other niggas. I do understand why some niggas turn it down because Double XL, that that whoever that lady is, she cocky as hell. She cocky as fuck. She will definitely make you feel like 
oh, we made your career exactly. by you coming on our cover. Like when they found, like, like when Lil Wayne let it be known that he told Drake and Nicki don't do it. Mm -hmm. Yo, she would a whole took credit for them niggas. Mm -hmm. Like if it wasn't until they was on our cover, and then yo, it just so happened his album came out after the cover. Mm -hmm. You ain't had nothing to do with this nigga blowing up. They knew who he was before the magazine. Exactly. Like, but they, they try to get, now some niggas they do work for. Definitely. Mm. There's a lot of niggas that was on that cover, but that's the earlier days. Exactly. Like, the Wale yeah. and them niggas used to be on the cover. But niggas facts got... and them. That's when it helped you. Like, it was, like when, when, when Rick Ross first did MMJ, mm. I didn't know who Pill was until <laughs> the XXL came out. Then it was like, oh, all right, this is the nigga that I was on. I'm, I'm going to give a shit. It was ass, but I gave it a listen and I was like, oh, all right. But I wouldn't have known who Rick Ross, I mean, who that nigga was that Rick Ross signed. So it worked in that sense, or like Nipsey Hussle, like he played Nipsey for me first, but then I got an actual look and the visual that he mm -hmm. freestyled on. And then you see him. Now in days, they put niggas on the cover that's on a fifth album. Like by the time they put Schoolboy Q on the cover, his album was Grammy nominated four months before that. Nigga, there's no reason for this nigga to be on the cover where Oxymoron is fucking. Doing as good as it is. <laughs> like, yo, I'm not getting on that shit. Man. Yeah, like, like, but they do some shit like that and they think they're doing something. Like, when they put Lil B, no matter how much we clown them, yeah, yeah, when they put Lil B on the cover, he was the hottest nigga. Yeah. He didn't need the fucking cover. Diddy was opening up for this nigga. But they gonna put him on the cover and make it look like that's their promotion. Like, yeah, you see what we did? Nothing. Y'all fucking killed this career. He did the cover. Niggas found out he really couldn't rap and they cut him off. Even though I don't get how they didn't know that through music. They knew Lil B could fucking rap. <laughs> that's that was, funny. That's the fucking, that's the fucking bass guy. You want to do the double XL? Yo, I'm going to be honest with you. you it would literally... You it would literally... It would literally... I don't know. It would literally... I can't say I would. I can't say I wouldn't. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'm not about to sit here and be biased. It depends on the... Oh, no. Hell no, I wouldn't do it. He said, oh, hell no. You know what I mean? Oh, hell no. You know what I mean? It depends on what's going on at the time. And yeah. if, when I meet them, like, how that shit go. I can't really, like, make a decision on that right now. Because you know what I was thinking? They, they just need to fix what the fuck they got going on. They went from having a good idea to the good idea of putting people on to getting too big or getting too big in their fucking heads. Like, yo, you, you know what? We making these niggas now. They're not coming to us. Or we not uh just putting them up there because they nice artists that we feel like on the rise and, and and this we this this could give them just a little extra push. No, we we making these niggas now. You know what? We don't need that bitch. She only got one popping one popping song. We'll we don't need that, that nigga. He only got two songs that's 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 coming up right we'll now. Need that yeah, we'll that's need just that. how like, they niggas need me now. You know what? Nah, I'm gonna go for the nigga that that's that's actually got some clout. Push that out. But then it, it, it started flipping on to where now niggas don't want to come to y'all because y'all only doing it. Then some of the niggas that make the cover be confusing the shit out of me sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like, I understand. We all understand how powerful this nigga 50 Cent is. But that year he got Kid Kid on the cover. Hmm. Yo, I was confused. It's <laughs> Why the fuck Kid Kid? And that was the year Fat Trial dropped Bleach. So... Over Fat Trap, mm -hmm. who dropped, he dropped one of the hottest mixtapes that year. Who chose Kid Kid? Because he was the newest member of the G Unit? Because you know what? What? Well, now you already said it. 50 said that he wanted them up there. Hey, and, and I knew what it was because they had, like, a couple of months before when G Unit got back together, mm -hmm. they did this whole spread in Double XL exactly. with the photos and the interview at the round table. He was discussing why he signed Kid Kid. Where the fuck Kid Kid at now? He ain't with G Unit no more. He doing his own thing and he talking to battle rappers on uh, Instagram. Ah. Because he was just at uh, Summer Impact taking pictures with uh, Tay Rock and them niggas. Telling about I had to pull up on the home. Look, I, look, I even followed Kid Kid and unfollowed him when I found out. Once he got shot like eight times, that was it to that nigga. Did he just cut ties with him? Nah, he cut ties with him. All right, he said they still boys, but I mean, kind of like the Rogue Timmy shit, the nigga from nigga Dre from Power. Mm -hmm. like after the shit was done, I mean, Fifty let him go, gave him his masters, but they still cool. After what was done? He used to be signed to Junior. Oh what? Yeah, oh, he, he just left either. And then he dropped his he dropped his next album. He dropped his new album this year on that shit. That's when Fifty was like, "Yo, you owe me three hundred thousand dollars," and they start mm -hmm. arguing on Instagram. <laughs> We ain't gonna do this. And then he was this. like, "You only doing this shit because I got the number one RB album in the country." He said, "Yeah, that means you got the money now. So <laughs> <laughs> you got the number one album, Rodney. <laughs> <laughs>
we ain't gonna do this reunion on this cover and look like right, okay, kid real, on the Real quick uh, before we wrap this up, I just wanna state something. You just talk all over me like I, I had to. Yo, y'all. Go ahead. Right, yeah. Come on. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no go ahead. Go ahead. I did that shit on purpose, too. As soon as you start talking, I'm like, all right, yo, I have to be back this up. No, I'm just about to say everything. I don't even remember no more. Go ahead. Yeah, I don't like DJ Academic. So, I've been stopping paying attention to that nigga. It's your boy, DJ Academic. <laughs> <laughs> yo, he be sending me shit about this nigga. I'll be looking at it like. This this boy a lost so who like complex really think this nigga's credible niggas to talk uh, music, son. Like like that nigga be that nigga's confusing. Like like how he talk about Lil Key. He was talking about Lil Key one day, but he was talking about that nigga like it was like some Jay Z shit. Like yo, the way this the way this man just delivers his music, oh, just, yeah, I'm looking like. Alright, bruh. That's too much dick sucking. Mm-hmm. Like, niggas tell me to listen to Lil Key all the fucking time. But damn, nigga, you just compared this nigga <laughs> to this generation's Jay-Z, bruh. Like, that shit, is, that shit is so confusing. I can't stand that nigga. And he the reason why these niggas so popular. Because he they lame. Because they give him so much respect in music. Where it's like, what he say is valid. Like, when these little dirty niggas send him their music. You know... Getting academics to post it is like getting on double XL cover. Yeah, yeah. I watched the nigga in his comment section beg. Like every five comments. Like, hey, y'all, I just sent you something in your DM. That's because young niggas pay attention to what he say. Young niggas. Niggas ain't even got their mom made up yet. But he don't even notice. He review everything the same. Mm-hmm. I like the melody. You know, man, nigga, post whatever you want to post. Mm-hmm. I like the melody. Yo, my favorite shit about him, though, I like when he talks shit to niggas and then they put him in a no fly zone. And then he'd be like, I never was coming there anyway. <laughs> like, when surfing them niggas put him in a no-fly zone of Jersey, he's like, I ain't got no reason to come back to Jersey. You put me in a no-fly zone, ain't shit there. I ain't come back to Jersey. <laughs> they be banning that nigga from cities, and he never was coming back anyway. Mm-hmm. Ain't shit there. So, hey, Diddy, is there anything you would like to say before we close out? I, I ain't getting no sleep. I ain't. I can't even think <laughs> Yo, you already know what the fuck it is. August 26th is going down. You're going to wake up, Mr. 5 a.m., baby. We on Flash, seven days. Let's get that shit rocking. That's Where all I got to What's your handle? New Era, K-N-E-W-E-R-A. New Era forever on Instagram. You knew better, you do better. But definitely, that's where you can find me at. Thank you, and we hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the I Don't Care What You Think podcast. See you next week. I'm in. Bye. <laughs> uh, thank you. We in. Yeah. Party. Huh? We just running it up no cap. As we run it up on the Monday. Tosh money. We just running it up no cap. Niggas want the weekend. I take it seven days a week. Cap, nigga. Woo! We just running it up, no cap. We just running it up, no cap. We just running it up, no cap. We ain't cutting these niggas no slack. And my niggas shoot movies, no neck. We just running it up, no cap. We just running it up, no cap. We ain't cutting these niggas no slack. And my niggas shoot movies, no neck. We just running it up, no cap. We just running it up, no cap. We ain't cutting these niggas no slack. And my niggas shoot movies, no neck. We just running it up, no cap. We just running it up, no cap. We ain't cutting these niggas no slack. And my niggas shoot movies, no neck. Yeah, my niggas shoot movies, no neck. And we running it up, no cap. I'm just rolling the tree, no sap. Shorty all in my phone, no app. Every line that I spit, so crack. Rolling it four, five, six, no crap. Yeah, I got the drip, no tap. You think that I'm kidding? Got five on my back. Yeah, my niggas run up in your trap. Hungry for money, no time to relax. Call like a funny, my nigga get back, so I'm clutching, I'm up and I'm busting the strap. I ain't know that you wanted the pack. Should've asked to the front of you that But instead you want kick in my back What you thought it wasn't gonna get back In the streets gotta watch who you be with I spit fire, don't gotta reheat it If you hot, they don't want you to be shit Throw on the diamonds and now it is freezing Lil Vicky done told me the secrets I'ma spit fire right out of my teeth shit Shout out Peppy and shout out the flea shit Shout out the flash, free luck and the free trip Say it once, I ain't gotta repeat it I came from nothing, I still can't believe it Ain't no cap, yeah, my chain full of stones God was picking, it was me that he chose Ain't no sleep on my wrist cause it's froze But I still get all the drip from my clothes And she sick like she kicking the cold But ain't no Tissue, she sick when she blows. We just running it up, no cap. We just running it up, no cap. 
We ain't cutting these niggas no slack. And my niggas shoot movies, no knack. We just running it up, no cap. We just running it up, no cap. We ain't cutting these niggas no slack. And my niggas shoot movies, no knack. We just running it up, no cap. We just running it up, no cap. We ain't cutting these niggas no slack. And my niggas shoot movies, no knack. We just running it up, no cap. We just running it up, no cap. We ain't cutting these niggas no slack. And my niggas shoot movies, no knack. Running it up in a minute. From a Honda, I jumped in the bench. Counting it up, I got plenty. Remember my stomach was empty I started this shit from a penny I was killing whatever they sent me I was dealing, avoiding the prison But my dog had to finish the sentence Above it all, nigga, fuck it Them bitches with it and my niggas love it Used to middle man into my cousin Got the gingerbread up in the oven That's a hundred K and a few onions When I travel, I don't need no luggage I don't talk on the phone about money Gotta see me that had a discussion Pocket watch and get your feelings hurt, nigga you just gon' hand me the game. I'ma scope before I deal it first, nigga. Rather work hard and complain. I'ma go harder than them. And they gon' throw dirt on my name. They want me doing the bid. I'm serving the wrist with a cane. All white for the feet. Chop a hold a hundred rounds. I doubt that I'ma miss a beat. They see me, they don't make a sound. I think the niggas police. They ain't really gon' make a move. They just like the road deep. We just running it up, no cap. We just running it up, no cap. We ain't cutting these niggas no slack. And my niggas shoot movies no knack. We just running it up no cap. We just running it up no cap. We ain't cutting these niggas no slack. And my niggas shoot movies no knack. We just running it up no cap. We just running it up no cap. We ain't cutting these niggas no slack. And my niggas shoot movies no knack. We just running it up no cap. We just running it up no cap. We ain't cutting these niggas no slack. And my niggas shoot movies no knack.